Thrones. Kurt and Chris watched season six, episode seven, but and then they recorded a whole episode, but Kurt forgot to delete the old episode footage off of the SD card, so the whole thing never aired. This episode, Olin joins them to recap the big notes of the previous episode, and then carry on with season six, episode six. Whoops. Just gonna hit record. Now we're going. Hey, we're podcasting. Just like that. Wow. <laughs> Chris just died. <laughs> like right I'm, when I hit record, he was just like, "I'm deactivated." I'm out of things to say now. I'm listening. I'm, I'm the robot. I'm, I'm I'm also just looking at the the uh, wiki synopsis page. <laughs> um. So speaking of, sorry about last week. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm glad I'm almost glad we're apologizing for the thing that we're apologizing and not the other thing that we would have been apologizing about if we released that episode, which yeah. is that it was just a bad episode. <laughs> we were both really tired and just not feeling it and the episode itself was not yeah particularly interesting and it just yeah there so, wasn't a lot going on so to clear things up we watched episode six or sorry episode seven last week recorded an episode and, and then, then spared you the episode and then it was did really not bad. release it because apparently there was like some weird card reading error where it was it actually didn't get recorded mm-hmm. but honestly like we were both like after the episode we were like both like feeling bad about the episode because it was just like Ah, we were. That was not good. It was kind of a slog. There were literally like there was like twenty minutes where I just went through my notes and like we didn't have any back and forth. It was just sort of like "Uh, I don't really know what's going on there. And then Chris is like, yeah, Mm. and I'm like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So one of the things that I talked about in that episode that doesn't that is gone now, lost to the annals of of time. Uh, as we go further back in the show. My personal utility on the podcast is diminishing a little bit because these episodes are going further and further back to where I last saw these a couple of like two, three years ago. Like my like my memory when they is, aired, yeah. Like my memory is fading, and that's something that is a a little bit of a difficulty in the format that will need to be addressed in some way or other. Whether it's me finding time somehow to do a bunch of cocaine and watch the whole show <laughs> again do which it. because i don't do coke probably isn't going to happen i mean there there are plenty of amphetamines you can do we are in northeast indiana yeah yeah <laughs> so to to spare you that episode i'm just gonna go through my notes not even read all of them but just kind of like highlight things oh, that you've given us a little previously on previously on previously little, on the episode snippet. that you didn't get um so season six episode seven um th- there was the um whole building of the church and then uh the, the hound ends up like finding everyone dead after yeah. some like religious zealot folks like killed everyone Mm -hmm. and yeah so that was that was that chases some guys down with an axe Um, as you do or no that was that was episode eight wasn't it so there's some interesting stuff going on here where i'm there are things in the season set in episode seven that we that i was uh, a little confused about and now they're like a little bit uh 
cleared up with season or with episode six, which we will talk about. So it's kind of strange because I'm like recapping my notes. But anyway, I found out that the um, Elena, Queen of Thorns, marched against the High Sparrow um and loris uh yeah there's like loris which i i had never really heard of before i don't think you saw him um during the trial when they blew up the sept baylor yeah yeah i but know you really you don't, right, you, don't, right. you don't know acquaintances yeah. they the, carved his uh, forehead up and stuff yeah and then uh, let me just see what else if there's anything else worth worth talking about um do 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 devos Stannis killed at Winterfell. Oh yeah, yeah. There was like this whole thing where I got confused about the name of uh, one of the. I don't know maybe that was a different episode. Now I'm just recapping shit. I do to do. I saw I saw the Greyjoys kind of start their whole journey from uh, from deciding that they were gonna go to Daenerys and like ride with her to mm-hmm. Westeros and yep. just help her out. Blah, blah, blah. Not much happened. I'm just going to leave it at that. Let's get to season six, episode six. <laughs> I just spared you like 30 minutes of us just sighing. Um, You're all welcome. So this episode started with me laughing hysterically multiple times and backing up and just being so confused because there's like three moments of flashbacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like there's a brand- ton Okay, okay, question question for you. Do you think those are flashbacks of real events or imagined events or or what? Well, that's a loaded question. Well, I'm just I'm curious. I'm curious what you thought. Do you think those are those are for real these flashbacks or I mean, I, I the only question I had like I hallucinating. never I never had the question of whether they were real or not. I just had the question of were they in the future or the past. Ooh. Which is See, funny that's, because that's I've a better seen, question than the one I I've asked. seen the rest of the episodes. Pretend, pretend I asked that question. But I'm like it was that like and i was like curious because i was like did they shoot some of the stuff like later for the later scenes like and then show some of the like future here and then i was trying but i didn't go back enough to really figure that out so i just kind of figured they were all in the past i don't know i mean i know that bran i know that bran has this new power to see the see all through time and he can see into the future right hasn't he bran keeps on slipping slipping (laughs) slipping I'm trying to remember what's been a That's how he fell out the established. <laughs> I think he can only see into the past. Okay. I... Or does he use that to see what I there I don't know. I don't I know. I think what he, does. he can see into the past and present, but I think the lack of I don't know. I don't want to harp on this shit forever and be a, <laughs> be a big old bummer negative Nancy. But I, I think that the lack of definition on what Bran can and can't do is one of the major failings of the show. But I think he can see into the past, and I think he can see the present via one of his, his abilities. And I, I think there's an implication that oh, he can Raven. do all those things to like sort of see you, like an, an implied future. There's a there's a W mm. word that Kurt doesn't know. Oh oh yeah, that, oh, that's a fun word. Yeah, it's a fun W word. You know exactly it's what I'm talking w. about. Oh, oh yeah, I do. Yeah, I oh, do. Yeah, it's weird. that's that's one of those. To sideline you for a second, Kurt. Uh, that's one of those really interesting powers that Bran has. That like there was a lot of hype buildup about what he would do with this W word. Uh huh. That never happened, and it makes me real sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same. So I, I'm sorry if you, whoever I can't remember who called in and listened and was like, "Hey, I don't think you guys like the show." 
I really do like the show, um, which is why I hate season eight so much because it's not Game of Thrones. Some crappy drama stole it, stole Game of Thrones skin and wore it for eight episodes. I'm glad that so, you can see that. That makes me feel less like an asshole. So no, <laughs> like I, and as as we go further back into like, because I I think there's a lot to like about season seven, about season six. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It's just season eights. Oh, it's rough. <laughs> so yeah. no, we we. Oh, I can't say we. I genuinely like love this show. So the Which is page, why I'm so critical. The page of notes I have here is literally just uh like an abstract representation of what was happening in the first five minutes of the episode. Oh, yeah. Hit me, hit me because with I'm the just abstraction. Like, it's just like brand flashes of spoilers, dead king, someone getting decapitated, burn them all, wildfire, dead army marching. And I'm just like what the fuck did I just see? <laughs> like, I kept watching. I watched it over again, like, twice, just because I was like, you know, these are some things that I'm, you know, I think I saw bits of the the, the king, mate, one of the kings dying there, getting decapitated. Like, one of the, because I feel like I've heard of a couple different kings getting murdered. Yeah, regicide's so, a common. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a theme. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. I'm, I just. Just don't know which ones yet. Yeah. So then, um, anyway, I get to see Uncle Benjen save the day with his cool flame flail. Dude, that flaming mess mace is amazing. I couldn't. I love see. it. I love how they use it. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's cool. I couldn't see very well because the the sun was like shining on our TV, and so I had to keep like, I had to keep <clears throat> moving around looking for a good what? black spot uh, to. Uh, small small aside. <laughs> What happens to Benjen in the end? I don't um, remember. He's sorry. You, well, I don't. Your show. I think he saves uh, Jamie and uh, doesn't he save Jamie and someone else uh, at that after the battle? They're he, like they were underwater and like they come back up and then it's he, one. It's John. He saves John. John. Oh, okay. John does his. Um, I'm gonna fight on the lake so you guys can escape on the dragon. Yeah. Even yeah. though I had plenty of time to escape on the lake, because John just really wants to die oh, at that later it, point. It, he implies yeah. it implies that he died. Yeah. Basically, because he's outnumbered and he's just yeah, like, and he you falls go. in the water and then he he makes his well, the, makes the, his way back up and he climbs out. In the and end then, of the show, like as of season eight, like what happened to Benjen? So Benjen saves him in the lake. Yeah. Like so, John pulls out and then Benjen gives him enough time, puts him on his horse. Slaps the horse's ass. He runs off, and Benjen is implied that he dies fighting the White Walkers. Oh, okay. It's just like to he's save like John. Everybody loves like, an implied yeah. death. Well, yeah, one. To, it's yeah. an off-screen death. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh. Yeah. Good on you. Okay. We have another fun character who's again like Benjen, super cool, gets an off-screen death. Uh, I think it was last episode. Blackfish. Blackfish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. The yeah. last. Yeah, so the last episode of this podcast, we talked about Blackfish dying, and then this episode, I get a little bit of like them planning the whole Blackfish fight stuff. Um, I see a little bit of Sam. I get some cool. Mostly, most of this episode feels like it's following Sam and uh, Gilly. Yeah, I think that they 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 drive most of this episode forward. And yeah, so I wrote the question Sam's kid needs to be lied about, and I was confused. And then I wrote something about can't be his grandson or else they'll be mad or something. So I get, I was just getting the sense that, like, for some reason they have to be secretive about the nature of the kid's birth or something. And then I started to put it together as the episode goes that basically Gilly's from north of the wall. 
and those people are considered not human basically by they're almost like the way that you know when settlers were in the united states would talk about the natives it's like they're not uh they're not us and so and yeah been, a lot of like civilized savage dichotomy yeah. going on yeah so i got yeah that yeah. was that was a really uh that whole sequence at the table was like Dude, that real dinner's intense. awkward as fuck. Yeah, um, it was a good scene. It was like yeah. really intense. It's it's one of those like when you when you watch that dinner scene, you're not sad that Lord Tarly gets roasted. Right. Well, yeah, I was thinking yeah. that because I was, was like, like Dickon was a good kid. I know how he dies. He was a all good, right. Good, a good yeah. kid with a great name. Um, but no, no, Lord Lord Tarly. Yeah, Dragon Dragon was great. Yeah. Oh, Dickon's at the table too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't connect the dot there, but I knew that they. I knew he died. I was like, I forgot where, forgot about Dickon. Cause like the rest of Sam's family's pretty, pretty chill. Pretty Mom, chill. Mom's yeah. great. Sister's His great. Mom stuck up for Dad him. sucks. Yeah, Dad. Yeah. Dad really sucks. Yeah, I wrote. I wrote. Uh, Dan, 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 Sam's father is a real Dickon. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that in my notes. I thought his name was Dickon because I was like getting him confused when they were talking about him, and then I'm like, oh, his dad's name's just as bad. You know what it is? What? Do you know what Sam's name is? Sam's dad's name is? Didn't you just say it? No, Dickon is the son. I actually don't know what his what his dad's first is name it? is. Something Tarly. What is it? It's Randall. Randall. Oh, it's Randall Tarly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that. Oh, Randy. Randy and Dickon. Yeah. So, <laughs> man, he really named that family Randy Dick, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he did. Something on your mind oh, there, JRR? Oh. George RR? <laughs> well, it is kind of JRR because this, the, this, the Sam, Sam Tarley is, is really just Sam Wise Sam, Gamgee. Sam Gamgee. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah there, there's a lot of mm. this going around. Yep. Uh, Queen Marge is being held by some religious folks, mm-hmm. the High Sparrow, and the High Sparrow got to her, basically like convinced her to to come to the Seven. Apparently, and her brother mm-hmm. Loris, um, she was just saying that he's pure and perfect. But we we did talk about in the the Lost episode a little bit <laughs> about the Lost. Uh, the... archive. Yeah, about her allegiances and yep. where they were and her acting ability. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I had forgotten. Mm-hmm. She talks to her grandmother. Duh. This is yeah. all kind of, Thank you for reminding me of this. The note that with means, the rose. Yeah. Yeah. Blue rose. But yeah, so <laughs> this, this, okay, yeah, that's all coming together right now. You just mm-hmm. can't, you can't experience it, audience, because you didn't listen. Yeah, sorry. But we, we talked about, uh, what is her name? Because I mi- there Marjorie. Was like, Marjorie. The last yeah. episode, yeah, the the lost episode, there was a whole scene where I was confused because it seemed like people were talking in code, and it's because they were very much talking in code. And mm-hmm. I, but the even the the whole setup of even needing to talk in code was lost to me. So I just thought things were just confusing for no reason. Yeah. And then Chris she, is like, well, no, she's acting here for sure. She she does that like um, when she first meets Tommen, um, when he comes to see her. Like she's yeah, trying, yeah. she like starts to suss him out. Like, like, where are you? Are you? Do you get it? Are you with me? Wait. Oh no, you're still super naive. Yeah. Okay. You're a this child. is this is where we're gonna no. flip this to. Wait. So in this episode, you're talking about? Oh yeah, she's definitely like acting to play Tommen because Tommen, like, very clearly loves Marjorie. Like he is real into this, this this nice lady. 
it's 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 love but like he's yeah. he's into her I, I mean at the cusp of puberty access to any sort of sexualization is, is mm-hmm. a strong motivator Wait, uh, so it, that's yeah but yeah. what are they so 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 i don't know why she's playing but i know that she's playing like i i, I don't know why she's i i haven't seen anything that lets me know why she is I don't know. We might have to let that part hang for a little bit. But I mean, it's a, if yeah. anything, it's just that it's the same reason that like uh, Elena and all these other people aren't. Because like the, one of the last things I write is like, why is it making it seem as if this High Sparrow is like a villain? Because like there's a scene where the High mm-hmm. Sparrow is announcing that the Walk of Atonement's not going to happen, and that we have both the Lady uh, or uh, Queen Marge. Queen Marge is what I would call her. Margie. And yeah. um and Toman. And so now we have you. And then Elena's like, well, he beat us. And there's like this epic, yeah. epic boss villain music playing while it's looking at the sparrow. And I'm just like, but I mean, as far as I've seen, he just seems like a religious nice guy. At the end of the day, when you have questions about a character's motivations, just think about the title of the show, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah. Because that's been a couple of characters so far where I'm yeah. like, I find out that their motivation is the throne. Yeah. Yep. I'm well, like, that's... Oh, yeah, duh. So, like, that's that. That's the Tom and Marjorie scene, because, like, her and Lady Elena, they're all they're all playing this, like, high-level game of thrones and tom's just like you were you were in jail and i was worried about you and he seems like yeah. a nice guy so and... i'm i'm tom in in this scenario <laughs> yeah a little bit i'm just <laughs> like yeah, a bit. well what's going on here <laughs> nothing to see here just this someone gary church man told me to put my mom in jail and kick my dad out of town yeah. <laughs> i don't know what to do so yeah um yeah. there's there's questions and motivations and that's what that that scene and that music is is that like if you look at how like they're positioned even in the shot like right. high sparrow's up there and like next to the king and queens like it's jamie's below him on the stairs yeah, yeah, just been yeah. tossed off like mm-hmm. i'm in control of the crown now they listen to me yeah i'm their number one advisor not you people that's why elena's like oh he beat us like yeah well shit he's he's got he's got the power now okay he's 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 laid nice with this 14 year old and then so just keep that in mind and go from there as you watch the rest of this because there's he acts very pious and it this implies that his motivation is not piety yeah yeah he's playing the game of thrones too uh oh <laughs> but it also shows you like the people of king's landing again like when i went back to like the religion matters to them they were all on his side like no you can't just come in here and take these people right like, yeah they're all cheering the church the church is like they're sinners we they got to do their atonement stuff she's got to go walk for us yeah yeah they were definitely on the side of the high sparrow here which you've seen cersei's walk of atonement right that's yeah has he did that happen already maybe i'm maybe i'm forward or backward you spoiled I don't think I have because I, I think he has. has. Well, I mean, I, I get for skipping episodes. But I know that Cersei. I know that Cersei. What does? Is, let me, let oh, me no, figure this I out. I guess it's not a spoiler because you know you know that it happens. Yeah, I know that Cersei yeah. is definitely on yeah, like the not, shit list. What of does the, the word shame mean to you? Shame? Do we want no, to go? he's not seen it. He hasn't. He's not yeah. seen it. Okay, no, I was like, okay. I was yeah, like that's cleared personally. Yeah, like this is about to get real weird. Okay, that makes it all more impactful to have at the top of this. Okay, I get you. I'm not gonna say anything else. But yeah, but, I, I mean, yeah. it's not too big of a spoiler for me to know 
to know that she probably went through a walk of atonement. Although it's I definitely have... it's definitely mentioned. Yeah. I've... When I know that she's just she is That's definitely... a little jumpy there. Yeah. Okay, um I was worried. Don't so Gilly a is machine. a wildling. I wrote that. Gilly and yes, Sam she is. Little, she's a little uh... fire in her. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, why are they uh why do they have to stay? That's what I was writing. And then I and then they were and then Sam comes back in and I'm like, Oh cool, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sam takes the sword. Yeah. I've seen that sword. I know that some people probably die with it that I'm forgetting. That's what swords do. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so cut to the Joffrey Marge play. Or is that what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, Joffrey and Marge is what I wrote down for the people that I'm assuming are being um represented in this play. And this I'm just gonna say what I have written down, and it might not make any sense because I'm just trying to piece things together. That, I, that's the best part I of mean, the show I am, sometimes. Hit, you know, hit I'm watching it. this backward, you know. Okay. <laughs> so, in the play, Joffrey is poisoned by his uncle, who seems to be a really racist portrayal of Tyrion. Okay. <laughs> and Tyrion killed Tywin Lannister or Ned Lannister. I couldn't figure that out because they kept <laughs> they kept saying that interchangeably, it seemed. <laughs> and, Interesting. And then did Ari Okay, so that's the play. That's like all I kind of got from the play. Um and then but then I started to think about Bianca and uh uh the Bianca, Bianca, and the other lady, the actors, the actor actors. All in Bianca, lady, remind me. Bianca is the uh, the woman that's uh, like the actress that's against. Oh, okay, yeah, the yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. Yep. Okay, got it. Yep. Remember. So, so this is. Wait. I... So something oh, happened. Mine's off... blowing. Something happened off screen, because Bianca Arya said that Bianca was disfigured her face was disfigured by the other actress in the last episode we watched or like one of the last episodes we watched because the other actress is lady crane right yeah lady crane sorry yeah yeah, to be clear so the episode that we did record a podcast for yep it showed aria getting chased by or aria um getting chased by and then chasing the other um mask lady <laughs> and she mentions Arya or she mentions that Bianca was her face was disfigured by Lady Crane and I and I wrote like why did that happen you you can piece that together from this episode the um, poison uh no or the other like the masked lady can I the the, the way I I read it was that like Bianca tries to poison Lady Crane. Arya saves Lady Crane and goes, that one tried to kill you. And then she, you know. Wait, but Bianca. Disfigures Bianca to, oh, I to teach her a fucking lesson. So I totally didn't. It must have been that little glare on my TV. Because I thought that Arya was slipping the poison into, um, into Lady Crane. She is. Yeah. But wait, so what? Like I wrote, okay, so I wrote, did Arya frame Bianca or was she trying to poison her and then accidentally put it in Lady Crane's? 
because I'm going to leave that up to you yeah. to, to what guess. The fuck? But, I like this confusion. But I'm she's so... definitely poisoning wine that Lady Crane is about to drink and, and then, then she smacks stops. It. Yeah. So Motivation yeah. is for you to find out. What would drive a person to do such a thing? Kurt. <laughs> I don't know. I just <laughs> think about this. Okay. You are poisoning my wine. Yeah. And I'm like, mmm, wine sounds good. I think I'll have some. No, I poison that. Why? What would drive you to do such a thing? Well, because she was trying to frame Bianca. But why? Find out next time on Previously On. <laughs> and what will happen to what? Vegeta? <laughs> my, next, my, my next note is that, oh, they use real faces because I was like watching him cut a face off of some woman. 100% real faces. And I'm like, yeah, how does the science not fake work? fake faces, real faces. How, do this, how does the science work there? Like, does it turn it into, does it use the essence of the face to create a magical new face that's like latex that you can get at it's Walmart? It's magic science. Okay. Yeah. Tech magic. Jamie and co march in to interrupt um, the hearing or I couldn't figure out a word for what was happening eh, with the high works. sparrow and stuff, but um, Elena and I, so I get to see the whole Elena marching against the high sparrow yeah. here. Jamie doing horse parkour. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> um, parkour horse. So basically Jamie right up them stairs. <laughs> parkour, parkour, uh, <laughs> par for the cor- course, course, uh, Demanding okay, so Jamie was demanding them turn over King Toman, and then seemingly as if he's acting on Toman's part, and then they're like, "Oh, here he is. He's with us now." Um, no walk of atonement. Toman goes to the seven. High Sparrow portray portrayed as an enemy here. That's the note we already talked about. Um, and then Toman banishes Jamie, basically. Yeah, he gets exiled. And then Blackfish Tully is brought up. And that wily Blackfish. This is this He's captured is, River Run. This was all a little confusing. So this is the family that was murdered by Arya later. Yeah, she makes a son into she makes those two particular sons into those, pies. Yeah, they get pied. They, they don't got, look very tasty. So they're here, my lord. What's their name? <laughs> What's their family name? Does it uh, not matter that oh, much? Oh, Frey. 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 Okay. I mean, like, the they're the two sons' individual yeah. names. It like, was Blackwalder and Garbage Town. <laughs> so the <laughs> Garbage Town Frey. So the Frey brothers are, like, one of them killed Rob Stark's wife, and then the other killed his niece. Or something, or something, and ba- I think yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, because he's basically like show back, show Blackfish the knife that I used, that you used to kill Rob Stark's wife and niece, and I'm like, okay, interesting. I'd write it down. Um, Jamie sent, uh, Jamie was sent to take River Run from River Run. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jamie sent was sent to take River Run from Black. River Run from Blackfish, which I've, I've obviously seen the result of all of that. Mm-hmm. I was confused about why Jamie was sent to do that. Like, it seemed beneath him. Busy work. Okay, but but I guess I'm just confused as to why he's getting orders anymore because he's not allowed to be there anyway. Well, he's not. He doesn't want him in King's Landing. It's sort of you're exiled here. Go do something else. So you're not 
So they still have control. They're not exiling him to the point where they're dis, like they're not he's, he's, paying any attention yeah. to him. They're like it's like a halfway point between disownment and yeah. exile. Okay, yeah. I think I think it's sort of a you can't be in this city, but you can still go do Lannister shit. Just go yeah. do it, the not in You're this useful. city. Because I the the I think the 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 high sparrow play at this point is like isolate Tommen from his family. Yeah. So we need to get rid of Jamie uh-huh. for one. We can't get rid of Cersei just yet, but we can get rid Which of Jamie. Also why you saw when there was the trial and she was like, I'm gonna go stand by my son. And then they were like, No, you won't. Yeah. It's this, it's that same isolation. Playing the Game of Thrones, baby. <laughs> <laughs> This is the first moment that I see a little bit of brawn action um, stirring up. I I think early on I've had questions for Chris about why brawn keeps getting like money thrown to him, and there just ratings. There keeps to be there seems to be like exchanges yeah. of wealth for services of brawn, but I'm what, still the, always confused about what brawn is doing. The and thing why. that gets me with brawn <laughs> is in the first season. He was a love interest for Princess Leia, and then in the second season, Princess Leia was his brother. It confused me that they did that. Now, Bronn is, is he's just an immensely <laughs> popular character, and I think that his popularity kind of drives his... his uh, so they're like, we need to tie him in. His yeah. immense amount of, okay. of plot agency. Actually makes Which makes like, sense to me. I don't yeah. mind, because I, I, I like Bronn scenes for the most part. Yeah, um, he was a fun character. It, yeah, again, some problems in the weird drama skin wearing of yeah. season eight, but like... Strong no. actor. Yeah, no, strong yeah. actor. Um, so Braun, so basically Jamie's like, I will pay biggest sack Braun of gold you ever did see to take the High Sparrow with some paid assassins because he's all assassiny and stuff. Yeah, you can walk all the way north of Crossbow. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you can just get yeah. in the castle, no problem. <laughs> Tele- <laughs> yeah, yeah J- Jamie knows what he, what he can do. Yeah, he can teleport. Apparently, very important assassin skill. Mm-hmm. Benjen, uh, cut back to Benjen, and Benjen, 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 he is being unveiled to Bran, and <clears throat> Bran. I think Benjen says something like, "The three-eyed Raven is dead, but but now he's reborn." And uh, yeah. more information, or I mean, it's not any more information, but it's more uh, affirming of the whole Bran is the three-eyed Raven. He's the three-eyed Raven. Now, for more information, consult your Google skills. Reborn, you can see everything. <laughs> Children used. What am I thinking? So this is an important backward spoiler here for you to note is they talked about like how did you how'd you make it? Why are you up here? Last we know you got lost by on the wall. He's like, Yeah, I, they're gonna kill me and then the children of the forest yeah, I wrote saved this down. me in the same way that they made the White Walkers. Yeah, so the next the next line I have is children used dragon glass to save Benjamin from White Walker wound. Mm-hmm. So, the children of light, or not the light, the children of the hieroglyphics in the, the cave? children of the hieroglyphics in the cave. That is, <laughs> that is the yeah. name of their organization. I think, I believe it's the children of Collo- the forest. Colloquially, oh. children of the forest. But so children of the, the hieroglyphics of the cave is is the long name. So they're the first yeah. people. Yeah. Like. They're like the first people of Westeros. Uh, you'll you, you'll you'll find you'll watch. Okay, Maybe. you'll see it. Yeah. I am. Are they the anti? 
Are they like the yin to the yang of the um of the White Walkers? Uh, That's one of my questions. No, uh, um, <laughs> is he using that now? Um, no. Okay. Yeah. You are down uh, one of your five questions yeah. for later. Keep track. Three-eyed uh, raven, some sort of... Oh, yeah, because I wrote... Here's another one. Is the three-eyed raven some sort of prophetic tool against the dead king? I guess the question is really, um, does the three-eyed raven serve any purpose outside of the existence of the three or the uh, dead king and the white walkers? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't we all love to know the answer to I'm, that? I'm 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 digging into yeah. the lore that I can remember. Yeah, and I want to say, um, I God, I hope this is for... book stuff. And the answer to that question is, I don't know. Um, okay. And I think it's one of those we. It's not an I don't know. It's we don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll have to look into that for the plot purposes of this show. No. Okay. Um, I don't think they. He doesn't exist outside of this White Walker plot point. Yeah, because it just seems. It, like, it, except uh, to show John is past, I guess. Because there's a moment in the scene where they basically yeah. make it seem as if Bran. It, it almost like after seeing <clears throat> the end of the whole the whole thing this moment seems as if it's like a prophecy waiting to be fulfilled almost like the chosen one that people keep calling john like yeah. it's like it's like you are the three-eyed raven and yes. you will basically be the end of the downfall of so, the dead knight or the dead I, king i think what i'm doing is i'm 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 very conflicted because i'm putting myself in the moment of us of myself watching the show where the promise is that like yeah this person is incredibly important in the long night Oh, this will be a person will be incredibly important in beating the Night King right. in the final battle of darkness. But the show answers that question with no, not really. You just kind of sit there and yeah. you're, uh, <laughs> can I can I you're break bait, you're a bait person? <laughs> can I break a little bit into a meta context? Sure. Yeah, do meta. So what I see there with the the three-eyed raven, the way that he is is positioned as a plot element, he seems to be the Harry Seldon of this. Uh, have you ever read uh, Isaac Asimov's Foundation series? No. So, in Isaac Asimov's Foundation series, there there's a point where like the collected uh, community of humanity throughout all of space eventually becomes disconnected and plunges into what would be fifty thousand years of darkness, if not for this one. Uh, I forget what they call him, like a socio-psychiatrist or something, where he can, like, see the, the greater pattern, and he reduces that 50,000-year dark age down to, like, 10,000 years. Right. And it seems as though the intention from George R. R. Martin is for that sort of long-term thinking to be a thing that the Three-Eyed Raven can do. He can see the big picture. Right. He can see beyond a single dynasty or one person's life. But I think the show, it, it's very hard to sell a scale that large to a consumer television audience. And so he's reduced to this thing where he's like, gotta beat the ice guy. And so, 
that's that's the feel I get from it. Is it was a much more extended concept that got reduced down to something much simpler for okay. the show. Simpler for the show. There's also a um, jumping to greater lore. There's a question of motivation that gets lost. Um, yeah. As as the show as to he the three eyed ravens definitely opposed to the night king. But he's not exactly like if you want to yin to yang, it's the night king, the forces of darkness, and the lord of light are your right. Your yeah. The song yang. of ice and fire. So the three yeah. raven exists outside of this little yin and yang, and to what end or to what purpose he serves is it's a mystery. I mean, Bran got himself king of the seven kingdoms. So yeah. there's like there's that Which, question what? of well, there's that question of. Uh, in 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 even like I don't the want books anything. I don't want to show, be king of anything. Is this like Why is do you that think I came all this way to be king? Well, that just didn't make any sense. That's yeah. a question in the greater lore that I I, I again sense. the the season eight didn't again in in all in everything that it did yeah. it doesn't answer the question like what was that the three eyed raven's goal in the first place because there's some like sinister motivation hints at in the books like well I guess there was the scene do you remember in season yeah. one where Bran was jumping across the crocodile's mouths and yelling i just oh. can't wait to be king oh yeah no that vividly yeah okay and vividly. then and, and uh Dude, there's it, there, there's some his, dark subtext his, that. his father was gesturing out over the wall and he was like what's that shadowy area and like, we must never go there right yeah again like dark dark thread raven subtext in that courtesy okay was that, was that under the sea it was yeah, it's Disney, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did Lion King when you, you were going. <laughs> it's a Disney medley it's in here. It's the same shit. They're all the same. <laughs> Here's a small tangential story. Yeah. Uh, earlier this summer, I went out to Newburgh, New York, because an uncle of mine passed away. I found out while I was there, the voice of Sebastian the Crab is a close family friend. <laughs> Did not know this, but oh, he, yeah. Yeah, he runs an acting school in Beacon, New York, and he's he's like a close family friend. Oh, that's cool. To yeah. my family. Still doing the acting stuff and like teaching and being just yeah. giving, giving back. Yeah, but that, yeah, it turns out if I ever wanted to, I could probably go talk to that guy. Teach me how to voice act. Can I get a Sebastian the Crab intro to a podcast that I'm doing? Oh, God, I could call him and do that. I probably could. But it is a Lion King reference for some reason. Just don't ask. I just realized that I probably could tap that guy for sound clips if I really wanted to push my luck. Do it. What's the what's the worst thing? Like, yeah, in- ingratiate yourself. He'll ask for money that I don't find have. him. Uh, find him some stuff that he likes. Maybe he's into booze. Get him some booze. He you might know? be. Who's make, not make yourself like a famous or a favorite extended family member, and then bam! Uh, I'm not in for the sound uh, clips. Uh, don't I, show him this episode. My but. family is is Irish Catholics with their politics pretty wound up in the the right side of things, and I'm nah, still maybe though. not any of their favorite. Daenerys get to an Irish Catholic's heart through alcohol. Yeah. I do know that. That's not wrong. Catholic myself. Daenerys is going to Marine, and then she's going to go to Westeros. And in this That's moment, plan. I didn't realize that the, the Dothraki are from where Daenerys is from. I don't know how I didn't put that together, <laughs> but I was just like, like at one point they call them the Dothraki, and I'm like, oh, that's where they came from. I thought she just found them somewhere in Westeros. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never see the start of anything, and then I'm like, oh, okay. And then this part confuses me, because Daenerys walks over a hill, and then she flies back over with Drogon, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's her, that's her main dragon. 
And I, I don't know if they've just never seen dragons or just never seen Drogon or didn't know she had dragons, but they all seem very surprised and then and then inspired. Yeah, and I mean that's same speech... with her. Same with her partner, her boyfriend or whoever this is in this moment. Um, he didn't seem like he had seen a dragon before too. Am I wrong? And that scene read to me like they judges didn't know. Um. <laughs> It's always it's always important um, in the story when someone first sees a dragon and it like um, zooms in and it starts playing the because it's sort of it's sort of a, like because we go back to like this is it's a low magical fantasy setting right so these are these are things that aren't they're not common anymore so maybe so even if this, they've seen them before it's still weird still like like even if you've seen them seeing them up this up close and seeing someone gotcha. writing it that makes sense like yeah. if, like if you think about like okay. This is our our queen. We're Mongols. We're some bloodthirsty people. Um, she rides in on a dragon, lands it, and's like, "Yo, you're all my blood riders. Let's go burn the world down." Like that's hype as fuck. Like they're yeah, they're for it. Right on. So, yeah. Oh, and that the horse she rode off on is 100% dragon food. I'm just calling it now. It got fed to the dragon because it because it vanishes. Yeah. Right. That that seems right. Yeah. Yeah. She rode away on a horse. It didn't come that's back. A good point. It's dragon food. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think that's probably what happened <sighs> to her boyfriend too. <laughs> yeah. She's um, like, I can't be your boy, your, your girlfriend anymore. And he's like, ah, oh, shit. And yeah, then it's a dragon. She was like, I'll just, you're, I mean, you have no. Dragons fr- got to uh, eat. They eat whatever they want. She no, said that. Your name is never mentioned again. You might as well be <laughs> eaten by a dragon. Um, yeah. That's all you are. But I'm, I'm, to answer your question, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the it's the Dothraki's first time seeing her on the dragon like that. I, I think right. the, the show always does this thing where it shoots the dragon shadow and everything first really hypes up that like yeah. trying to give you the, the feel of seeing oh, a dragon shit, for the first time. it's a dragon holy it's a dragon. fuck it's funny because dragons are like in in hollywood and like the big like like you know popular media dragons aren't represented very often and so i feel like they're still a treat <laughs> To people in general, like, I, don't you get that? Sense? I apologize. I am giggling about the idea of representation <laughs> and dragons. Yeah, they like, just aren't. Saw the new Joker movie, and there were like no dragons in the principal <laughs> cast. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Did that's... not pass the dragon Bechdel test, right? Well, but that's that's the thing though. Is like, I, I there's something weird about dragons where they're still exciting for people to see. Like, remember that movie? the reign of fire oh, i liked dude. that movie I don't, that was i don't even remember that was the movie. a good dragon movie no it really was i think it, it got like panned at the time but like that movie was well, I don't awesome even, i don't even that remember fucking it movie holds up but i had christian bale in it right like that it was like sort of wasn't that like have. a it was like a sort of modern day it was like yeah. modern warfare with dragons it was like, yes. a, like dragons come up out of the yeah. earth and destroy yeah. society like, and, it's like it's like yeah. a, it's like a dwarven parable problem like we mined too deep and then the dragons came out and like knocked us back into like feudal right. castles but think about yeah. it we live in for shelter yep. and then they fought the dragons by flying these planes up and then you drop out in a wingsuit and like fight them this now is all airborne with like nets and shit it was awesome it's one of my favorite movies honestly yeah. like this is also the movie that popularized diving off of a high place with an axe outstretched behind <laughs> yeah. your back while you like leap down in video it, games and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. it started with that scene 
in Reign of Fire. That movie is like very used, good. Like they've referenced that oh. shot a lot. It's a yeah. cool shot. The CGI holds up in that movie too. Yeah, pretty it well. Really does. I haven't seen it. It's like a little like scientific I kid, thing about I don't dragons. Remember it. Oh, we they gotta like, watch Reign of Fire. It's we they, so like, so they like mix fluids. It, like they have like two fluids and they mix them together and that's what causes uh-huh. the fire like a bomber deer beetle kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like they have like a real scientific explanation yeah. for the dragon. they had to like shoot a grenade arrow down its neck <laughs> yeah because it would blow it, it up in its face they had to kill the this one like alpha like dragon a, yeah. a rain of fire fan podcast sorry <laughs> I like rain of fire rain of fire was draconic <laughs> realism which is there's the only one movie in that genre yeah. well that's what I'm saying it's like Gr- not a lot of grim of, dark, guess, grim I, dark I, dragon fiction I guess it was like Okay, so you remember Jurassic Park? What if they could fly and breathe fire? Yeah. <laughs> like it's the same fucking shit. It's just I guess, better. I guess my point just is... better Jurassic Park. I think what it is is that it's hard to animate really well a dragon. Like, it, like it's not very easy to do. Like, you know those... V- Have you watched the VFX videos on YouTube where the vi- visual effects artists do, like... Um, they like watch other oh, animations. Yeah. Yeah. React. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, they, there are a couple where they're watching scenes from Game of Thrones, and they're like just commenting on how insane the the CG oh, yeah. is for the dragon, and like so, how beautiful it is, and like how complicated all the things are happening are, and whatever. And it's just it's like I realize I think it's just easy to do it really bad. It's like um, really hard to to make a can, really great dragon. Like it takes a lot of money and a lot of like power and time. So like they don't ever get represented in movies and shows. Uh, I wish I knew what we were gonna get into this particular <laughs> like thing because upstairs, thirty feet from us right now, yeah. is the single most informed and impassioned like dragon artist living on the face of this earth. She would have opinions of specificity and value far beyond anything any of the three Whoa. of us will have. Uh, if if we ever want to just get down and talk about dragons, Carly has to come downstairs. Okay. Oh, that's when, right. Our yeah. next the next dragon centric episode. Let's let's get her in here. Yeah. Like, let's do she, it. I, do dragon we, talk. It's hell. We want to do a special episode. Just dragon just talk. talk about dragons. Yeah. Let's we, let's talk let's about get dragons. You, dragons. Let's get you a bit along so you know a bit more about the talk dragons. About dragons. I, I think there's probably a couple points where that would make really good sense for us yeah. to. Talk about dragons. Talk about dragons. <laughs> that's the theme music. All right, let's move on. Okay. Let's move on. Well, that's the end of my notes. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, well, that was that was the end. Uh, that was the end scene. Was that end scene speech? Talk about dragons. Yo, <laughs> I gotta say you that. You want to ride or die? My callus there. Let's go burn shit down. <laughs> I gotta sing that like three or four times clean so that I can use it later to auto tune. <laughs> Man, Rain of Fire was a good movie. It really was. So, yeah, like I like this. Uh, I don't know why I was thinking about that though, but uh, yeah, it just it's like it's it's it just feels like this show knows when it's showing some pretty sweet dragon mm-hmm. footage that you have to really milk because you don't yeah. see dragons every day, even mm-hmm. in the it, media that we're like, even in like the in, intense like we we have like really heavily produced shit all the time. Yeah. But it's still really crazy cool to watch a dragon fly. I in. mean, yeah. watching in it season is... eight, like watching a dragon just destroy a city, I was like, oh fuck yeah. Also, like that fire can just knock a building down. Yeah. Holy yeah. fuck! That that, that yeah. was the best part of season eight was yeah. just burning King's Landing, watching dragons fly around and do dragon shit. Yeah, even yeah. if they're wyverns, they're not dragons. They're wyverns, yeah, but, but they do it anyway. Oh, that's right, because dragons have like six arms. They have or arms. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've, they've so got they've... four legs and wings. Uh, yeah, their wings are on top of. This is they have a little hand. Combo. Wyverns just have the back legs and wings, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, so these are wyverns, but still, that's cool. That's cool. I used to, yeah. 
I, the only I think the only reason I know about wyverns is like D and D the D and D monster manual. Because yeah, yeah, it, it, it does dragon, make itself very there's no wings at all. Pretty pretty yeah. They they make the differentiation. Yeah, they make, it makes the distinction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, I have <laughs> three more questions. I believe so. Yeah. Um, I don't want to ask them. Uh, let me look through my notes real quick. Okay, I think you should ask I think them. You're contractually obliged to ask yeah. all three questions. Corporate says you have yeah, to. Yeah, you have to. It's not us. It's the guys of the network. Mm-hmm. They're really hard asses about right. this. Oh, was Dickon, you might know this, was Dickon's name Dickon in the books too? Yeah. Okay. So that's a that's a one-to-one. I thought it was just a stupid joke. Is that one of name. your questions? It still might be a stupid joke. Well, because they 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 use it. I love only, it. They mostly yeah, he named they his mostly kids Randy it, Dick. <laughs> they mostly use it for jokes in the show, so it's just like, yeah, is this something? Okay, um, he didn't accidentally name that family Randy <laughs> and Dick. There's just no way. <laughs> On the other hand, he did Jora and Jor. as though it weren't going to be confusing. Was the man I saw getting decapitated in the flashback? which I'm assuming was a flashback, was that Ned Lannister? Oh. Yeah, this is, there's a lot going on Kurt. with this question. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can I can unequivocally say no. Yeah, no, Um, it wasn't Ned Lannister. Well, because I know there's a Ned Stark, but I thought there were two Neds. Or is this the different? There is your, there's your other question. There are not two Neds. There's one Ned. There's only one Wait, Ned. Wait, what's the character that, I, that there are two of, and there's one, and I was You're confused about it. You're thinking of Robert and Rob. Rob and, ah, uh, sorry. Rob Stark Bobby and B Robert and, Baratheon. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. Ned Stark who was getting killed there. It was Ned Stark that was getting oh, killed there. but I was just, you couldn't say There is, yes. so you, it's like, I was it. it was it Ned Lannister? No, there is no Ned Lannister. It, yeah. was, uh, it was Ned Stark. Okay. And is Ned Le- Ned Stark? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Kurt. Um, His last meal was a famous McDonald's Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> I heard McDonald's has those vegan Whoppers now. <laughs> Do they make? Is McDonald's gonna get vegan pink slime nuggets? The day that they make a vegan McRib. I'll I like it's not is it suicide is if you just retire anyway <laughs> can like, you just stop be... living just be like eh you know what forget well it. you could join the human you could probably jo- actually you could join you. the um yeah. uh voluntary extinction movement I already did okay <laughs> yeah, I I don't I'm have part any of it too, yeah, yeah. I don't have any children and I will not have any one children. of my favorite short or one of my favorite documentaries of all time is I forget what it's called even but it's hilarious it just follows the guy who heads the human or like the voluntary extinction movement and it is just gold it's like just some guy very seriously explaining why you should not have children and why no one should and why i can't believe that you one of the principal developers of signals (laughs) yeah exactly it's like hmm yeah anyway that's all my questions (laughs) okay what are yours Still having fun. That's what. That's the question. Still having fun. It's funny because now, because of the last episode getting deleted, I think it's been a pretty good track record of us even being pretty energetic in the shows. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you could have heard last episode, oh boy, it was the lowest point 
Like, it was the moment where when I was watching it, I was like, I'm too busy for this. Same. I really don't have time. It was like two people meeting up to bury a body. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like, like my mood that day wasn't great. And yeah. then the episode was really boring. And then. Yeah, not a lot happens. And then, I, and then I came here. And then we were just sort of like. Eh. No bastards battling. And then we talked, and like every yeah. time I, every time I was confused about something, instead of being curious, I was just like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And yeah, it was just. And it didn't, it didn't help any. And this is why I think that Olin's presence is increasingly important because Aww. Olin has like, has like a, a functional enthusiasm and memory for the show that I do not possess. Yeah. And, and like, sometimes. Some... I, at this point, I am effectively watching it backward too. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> I gotta that, figure this out. It's important. Sometimes I think, I, I, sometimes I think that yeah. the the episodes have have been maybe as dull as this last one. But usually, yeah. Chris and I like our energies are a little higher. Or yeah, just, like sometimes yeah, yeah. sometimes we're just a little bit more excited that day. So then, of course, the podcast is gonna be a little bit better. But like. <laughs> It was just like the perfect storm of us just hating everything that day, and then like the show Being wasn't talking. helping us, and then yeah, it wasn't like a cool, fun battle episode or anything, so yeah. it wasn't like easy. It was just like twenty minutes of pulling teeth. I think the whole episode was only going to be like thirty minutes once it, I edited it. Yeah, it was it. like 35, 40 minutes. It was just like total we recording had no, time. Yeah, there was, and not that would have been like half of that would have been like insufferable it just like both of us were like all right are we done yeah all right see see you next week i i wish that our friendship had more going on than just this (laughs) yeah this uh but that remains true actually but otherwise oh (laughs) we get beers here and there (laughs) once once or or twice (laughs) well now we're gonna get beers and watch we watched the laser dust horror movie one time yeah i liked that a lot that was a lot of fun that was i think over a year ago because that would have been around halloween time well chris we're gonna watch rain of fire one of these nights please i would like that very much i'm so down please yeah let's all i mean i know carly's out of rain of fire all right so anyway i'm having fun i like the show yay you know it literally only gets better Okay. Do we want to do a special Rain of Fire episode? <laughs> yes. Oh, an yes. episode where we just review Rain of Fire. We just talk about dragons. We watch <laughs> we watch Rain of Fire and then we just talk about I'm dragons and media. Maybe we need Dude. to mix it up a little. Car- Carly and I have been talking for a long time about doing a media literacy podcast. And I think that given her enthusiasm for dragons, our thing that we're doing and our apparently mutual love for Reign of Fire. I think we should all start that podcast, which can be on a totally not weekly schedule so that it doesn't kill us. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should just fucking, we should all sit down, watch Reign of Fire, and then all of us together with whoever else wants to be involved because we can plug eight microphones into this bitch. It's pretty serious. Uh, so we can just sit down and talk about dragons in modern media. I dragons, would... dragon, dragons. Ooh, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna bring a lot of Shadowrun stuff into this. Ooh, Fuck yeah! Shadowrun. I haven't played Shadowrun. Should I play Shadowrun? Um, yes. Um, I've I've not done the tabletop. I've only done the video games. Mm. Um, but I really enjoyed the games, like your little tactical turn-based okay. squad stuff or squad RPGs. It's uh, it's a good time. Um, right. I'd recommend starting with with Dragonfall. Okay. Since we're doing dragons. Um. I think they go. They're the yeah. best ones. Dragonfall's best, followed by Hong Kong, and then the original one's fine. I've been playing Skyrim again. I have a love hate with Skyrim. Right. 
it's so beautiful. The sound design yeah. is so good, but the it's it, shallow as a puddle. It felt ten years old when it was new in yeah. twenty eleven. Yeah, <laughs> but it is fun to like just boot up and run around. It is. It really, yeah. I I also like it's this a nice time little around. World. I, I've been playing again. And I started. I build a like a caster, and then I realized that like archery has every advantage over casting. Yeah, it does more damage. You're silent when you do it. Uh-huh. You can kill things at range without having to reveal your position, and you don't just have a recharge because you're never going to run out of arrows. Yep. Uh, it's one of those, like, yeah, oh, casting oh, is trash. I'm going to do this build this time. Oh, nope, stealth archer again. Yeah. It's, well, it's, like when I was it's mechanically a, the best. When I was yeah. playing Oblivion and I became a vampire and then I didn't want to go through that whole quest mission to thing. undo it. So I just started a new campaign and then, like, became a vampire again. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah. well, I guess I'm vampire. We're doing this again. Sword and board builds are good in Oblivion, but they're not as fun as stealth archer. Yeah, no. You get that kick-ass nightingale armor. Like that's that that's yeah. like it's you, the coolest armor. You, you mix up the nightingale armor with a little bit of the the uh, uh, the dark brotherhood stuff. Oh yeah, because you like some get the backstab stuff. Oh yeah, and eventually you can get like sixty times damage, and you can sneak up on a dragon and stab it with a knife, yeah. and it dies. I'm just wondering yeah. what like min maxing is really broken in that game. It's I'm, very I, broken. I'm just wondering what Ed and Barb Struble are thinking when they're listening to this. They're just like, <laughs> what the hell is this shit? I'm. Br- if you're listening, you should play Skyrim. It's Hi. on literally everything. You could load on your microwave at this point and play Skyrim. I don't Skyrim. know who you are. <laughs> Ed and Barb Strubler. They're one of our... Strubler? Oh, we're keeping that in. We're keeping that what in. What name did you say? Struble. Struble. Yeah. They're, they're listeners of ours. They're friends of mine. All and right. I just know that they probably have no clue what Skyrim it's on, is. It's, it's on gonna, Switch. It's on PC. It's and on, I'm going to keep it in here just so that they right. can hear this. I, th- I think you can I think you get on iPhone. Yeah. I think you can Android buy now. it by just screaming the word into the air <laughs> yeah. at this point. It is on like every, yeah. it's on everything. Yeah. It's like an anna- It pisses me off too because they announce it like it's some cool new thing that they're about to do. Like there's like, hey, by the way, Nintendo Switch, get ready because here comes Sky. Sky- Skyrim again. <laughs> I'm excited at this point just to see what else they can put it on. Like I'm just like, <laughs> right. like a, announcing more Skyrim on what like, platform? Someone, right. It's uh, like trying someone, to run Doom on things now. Yeah, someone yeah. installed Doom onto the McDonald's computer that runs Hell the yeah. cash register. I saw oh, somebody uh, run Doom on the little <laughs> touch bar on a MacBook. Yes. Oh, no way. The new one. Yeah. No. Yeah. It just plays this really thin, stretched out version of Doom. <laughs> The best one I ever saw was there was a there was a keyboard that was released where every key on the keyboard had was its own screen? tiny little super low res screen so you could like modify Why? the image on all the keys. It okay. was like a three hundred dollar piece of shit keyboard, but they ran Doom on the space bar of this keyboard. It yes. was yeah. Yes. Uh, what um, is my purpose? Yeah. You, you play Doom. Uh, oh, oh my god. god. All right. Is it over? I think we're done. Yeah. yeah do I need cool. to hit buttons now with the new mode, or can you? I'm in control now. <laughs> oh, do you control the vertical? How about the horizontal? <laughs> Previously on Game of Thrones, Daenerys finds a bunch of Dothraki just wandering around with nothing to do, so she invites them to her overthrow marine party. They say yes, but only because they want to pet the dragons. Queen Marge decides she's going to play a long, sneaky game of Duke the Silly Sparrow. Meanwhile, Sam and Gilly are just being cute somewhere.